This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Advances in mobile technology have opened up new opportunities, not only for communication, but also for using the mobile smartphones as a platform for range of applications. And the introduction of data transfer facilities and the rise of mobile financial services around the world have allowed mobile money services to evolve and grow rapidly. And mobile money has shown the ability to transfer funds, pay bills, save money, borrow and even acquire insurance coverage via mobile phones and this is transforming the lives of individuals and uh, small businesses globally Uh, the ability to access funds anywhere anytime everywhere it saves time and it also improves security and provides a means for saving and managing money more effectively than traditional methods now what is mobile money and what is the impact of mobile money on financial inclusions Kevin Simogan is joining us on the line to share his independent opinion about the impact of mobile money and financial inclusions when it comes to different financial industries. He is a qualified chartered accountant, digital tech innovator, a tech entrepreneur, and a host of a webinar series called In App Talks, which shares mobile app business insights. He is also a 2020 South African Institute of Chartered Accountants Top 35. Uh, under 35. Welcome to Voice of Vets 88.1, Kevin, and uh, thank you so much for joining us right here on Vow FM 88.1. Once again, Javi, uh, thanks for having me. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. And uh, Kevin, today we are talking about mobile money. What is mobile money? In parts of the world where people do not have bank accounts for various reasons, like lack of access to banks or affordability, people were reliant on using cash to transact. But as cell phones became more accessible, some people started to pay by sending each other airtime. So mobile network companies noticed this and realized that there was a need for using the cell phone as a means to transact. So the concept of mobile money was born. In East Africa, um, this was one of the first places where the concept was developed for testing. And the initial use case was for people in cities to send money to people in remote areas or villages. Over time, the use of mobile money became so diverse as people found various ways in which to use it. Three enabling factors allowed the birth and spread of mobile money, which seeks to allow anyone to send money to anyone. The first is the agents who are established throughout communities as a place for anyone to open a mobile money wallet by depositing cash or withdrawing that cash. The second is a mobile network service provider company with a reliable operating infrastructure and a brand which people are familiar with and can trust with their money. The third is a cell phone network or signal which enables use of a cell phone to send and receive mobile money in a virtual mobile money wallet. USSD, which stands for Unstructured Supplementary Service Data, which without knowing we typically use to dial a number on our cell phones to check our airtime balance, is the same feature that was used to allow people who do not have smartphones but have ordinary feature phones, which is 
one of the earlier generation phones, to access mobile money services. On a basic level, um, this is how mobile money works, Harvey. So if you want to send money to somebody, you can proceed to an agent who is an authorized shop or individual dealer with a point-of-sale kiosk to deposit cash. If you already have a sufficient balance sitting on your mobile money wallet, you don't need to top up your mobile money wallet. But then using a USSD code or number, you can dial on your phone to access the mobile money service and select the cell phone number which you would like to send mobile money to. And then that person will receive a message in the form of an SMS or notification about the receipt of mobile money. If they have an existing mobile money wallet, uh, those funds can be deposited into their mobile money wallet and used as a virtual digital currency to pay for things accordingly. Or they can choose to approach a nearby agent at a shop or individual's kiosk to withdraw the mobile money in the form of ordinary physical cash. The mobile network service provider company, which enables the infrastructure behind mobile money takes a small fee from the transaction for facilitation. However, there are a few instances in some parts of the world where sending mobile money is absolutely free. In some instances, one may think that mobile money is similar to mobile banking, but the key difference is that mobile money is a pay-as-you-go service, which allows people to transact digitally through funds stored in a virtual mobile money wallet and sending money in and out of it is done through any cell phone and is facilitated by a mobile network company or operator. But mobile banking, on the other hand, occurs when you access a mobile banking app on your phone to access traditional banking services from a traditional bank in order to service your traditional bank account, which is held at the bank. So in short, Harvey, this is what mobile money is and how it works. What is the impact of mobile money uh, when it comes to uh, businesses, Kevin? Almost anyone who has any mobile phone can have a mobile money wallet. And this has made mobile money particularly useful in more remote parts of the world or villages where access to banks is not as easy as in urban areas or cities or, or towns. Also, mobile money accounts or wallets are convenient for so many use cases in the way that people can receive, store, spend, and send money all from their mobile money wallet just on their mobile phone. Another benefit is users can also receive money directly to their mobile phones without going through a middleman. And this gives much needed independence to a person in their financial transactions. As you would potentially say, how they use their money, where they send it and when they receive it is potentially their business. Another benefit is that mobile money is fast and instant. You can receive, send and spend money within seconds. And that's just how quick it is. Mobile money can also be used anywhere where there's reliable mobile phone signal. However, one could say that the emerging challenge is without electricity to charge one's phone, it may become difficult to access mobile money because it does require a charged electronic device like a cell phone to transact. The last uh, benefit I'd like to point out is when it comes to fraud risk and security funds, 
um, or security of funds held in a mobile money wallet, um, this is protected by local financial regulations. So users of mobile money um, in terms of their identity have to be checked in terms of who they are based on any local identity systems in order to open up a mobile money wallet at an agent or to access cash withdrawals. So this is one of the ways in which to mitigate fraud risk, money laundering, security of theft and so on. So at a high level, Harvey, based on any local identity systems, in order to open up a mobile money wallet at an agent or to access cash withdrawals. So this is one of the ways in which to mitigate fraud risk, money laundering, security of theft and so on. So at a high level, Harvey, these are some of the benefits in everyday life of mobile money usage. Ongoing research shows that mobile money has a positive impact on individuals, households and businesses. Mobile money is driving financial inclusion in parts of the economy that traditionally could not access traditional financial services for various reasons. When it comes to businesses, mobile money is reshaping the way customers relate to products and services. And in parts of the world where traditional banking is not necessarily popular or widely adopted, customers are now able to pay for products and services using mobile money. When it comes to essential services like transportation and electricity, these can now be paid for using mobile money. And in peer-to-peer payments for goods sold or services, one can also use mobile money in order to exchange value. And this is allowing more people to become traders or independent traders of their products and services without having to rely on traditional banking services. For example, one could easily become a trader of tomatoes or bananas or any other fruits and vegetables without having to wait for a traditional bank account in order to receive money from customers. Various startups are also innovating their offerings for parts of society who traditionally would not have been able to pay without a traditional bank account. So the overall impact of mobile money on businesses is that the unbanked part of society is now a viable consumer segment for products and services. And this is all thanks to mobile money services. How big is the mobile money market across the world, Kevin? Is it uh, perhaps uh, a more lucrative industry or is it uh, an industry that's still growing and, and gaining momentum? According to public sources, currently over 500 million people in Africa are expected to use mobile money to transact and pay for things. And the African mobile money market reached a transaction value of over 266 US billion dollars in 2019. Currently, There are almost 300 live mobile money services across 95 countries globally. And Sub-Saharan Africa remains the leading market for mobile money adoption, especially given the use case of mobile money in the daily lives of people, and that being dominant within the Sub-Saharan African context. The global mobile money market size is expected to grow from 3.4% billion US dollars in 2019 to over 12 billion US dollars by 2024. So based on these public sources and indicators, 
Harvey, this is definitely a big market and is set to grow at an amazing rate. What is the future of uh, mobile money? The possibilities for mobile money are endless because its impact on society somewhat resembles a revolution in the financial services sector as we know it. However, a foreseeable evolution of mobile money in the near term is to become what is being referred to as a payments as a platform model. This is quite broad in terms of its application, but at a basic level, the expectation is that as mobile operators become more sophisticated at facilitating mobile money transactions, other participants who could add value to the ecosystem of mobile money could be incorporated to provide services like microloans, mobile money advances, savings products and other related services which are complementary to the mobile money experience. It will be interesting to watch how the future unfolds with mobile money um, as it continues to include millions and millions of people in the payments ecosystem who previously were not able to be part of it. So Harvey, I would say definitely the future of mobile money or the future with mobile money looks bright. Where do people get hold of you, Kevin, when it comes to the socials and especially for those who'd like to learn more about uh, mobile money? You can reach me at Twitter. My handle is at Kevin Sem, spelled K-E-V-I-N-S-E-M. And you can also email me at inapptalks at gmail.com, spelled I-N-A-P-P-T-A-L-K-S at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, uh, Kevin. Thanks for having me, Harvey T. Um, and thanks to the listeners. Catch you next week at the same time. That was uh, Kevin Simogerere. He is a qualified chartered accountant, digital tech innovator, a tech entrepreneur, and a host of a webinar series called In App Talks, which shares mobile app business insights. He is also part of uh, a 2020 South African Institute of Chartered Accountants Top 35 Under 35. He joined us to share his independent insights about the impact of mobile money on financial inclusions this podcast was brought to you by voice of vids by voice of vids to hear more of our shows tune in to 88.1 or streams via www.vafm.co.za